I'm reading from Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. I want to speak tonight on this subject by the help of God, and we have several scriptures to use. And I want to announce my text, and then I want us all to pray for a special anointing from God. We're speaking tonight on this subject, the other side of ugly. The other side of ugly. Oh God, tonight, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that you will come down in a glorious way. Move on our hearts. Move on our souls and anoint our lips to speak and our minds, O oh God. We pray that you would anoint every hearer of your word and touch some heart tonight. God, we pray this prayer in the most lovely name, the lovely name of Jesus Christ. And everybody say, in the name of Jesus you may be seated, God bless you. And in Exodus, the 25th chapter, verses 1 through 5 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take of them, gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and ram skins dyed red and badger skins and shudam wood all for the light spices for anointing oil and for sweet incense and then notice in verse 9 according to all that I shew thee after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. There's something about the Word of God that teaches us that beyond the things that we see with the carnal eye in this life, there is another side to living. This is only the beginning in our life of living a period of time that's between eternity and 
when God said, let there be light and created man. But in the very atmosphere of this hemisphere, we face many things that we don't want to face. If we could, we'd turn our back on them and never turn around again about face. But there's some things in life you just got to face. You've got to face up to it. There's no choice but just to do it. Because somehow when you do, God comes to your rescue, especially if you turn to him in faith believing. Whether you're sinking like a Simon Peter or you're standing before a sea or fixing to enter into a fire furnace or be thrown into a den of lions or face chastisement as Paul did by the Romans, you will face all these things of life. But thanks be to God, there's another side of living. There is the other side of ugly. We face a lot of ugly things. I don't like to face them. You don't like to face them. And we cannot say some things are very pretty in life. But thank God for the hope that's beyond this life, this veil of tears, where we can look up and cry out like Jesus said do. Cry out because your redemption or your deliverance is drawing near. There's the other side of ugly. Thank God for his word. Now when you look at the word of God and you consider what Psalm says in verse 45, beginning with the 6th verse through 17, we begin to see the inside of things instead of just the outside of things. Now who in their right mind, every time the fire would move and a, the cloud would move, would want to just pick up an old ugly tent that they had using goat's hair and then using uh, skins of seals, badger skins, and then ram skins and then dye them all different kinds of colors. Now to look at this, certainly, this tabernacle in the wilderness. And remember, it was in the wilderness. It wasn't in Canaan. We are in a spiritual wilderness. We haven't reached Canaan land, and I'm using it now as heaven itself instead of the experience of the Holy Ghost. We haven't entered that glorious home called heaven. We haven't even gone to our long home that the scripture says that every man will go to. For it's appointed unto man once to die, then after this the judgment. But along the way in this wilderness experience, I choose to live for God. I choose to walk with him. No matter the price, no matter what I have to separate myself from, I'm happy to separate myself to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he didn't call me out just to leave me in the wilderness. He called me out to bring me in. And little by little, he will drive out every enemy I face, every giant, every wild spirit, every demon spirit, every doctrine of devil. The Lord Jesus Christ has put his armor around us. And I know it's an ugly fight, but it's a good fight. And it's a good fight of faith, and thanks be to God 
through Jesus Christ, one of these days we're going to lay down the cross and we're going to take up the crown. I said there is the other side of ugly. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. <clears throat> From verse 6, please, Brother Kenneth Reed. Here, what the scripture is stating. It's saying that the throne of God is forever and forever. It's not as the thrones that appear to be beautiful in this life with all kind of pomp and all kind of array and all kinds of garments. It appears beautiful to the eye in this life to live that kind of life. But listen, it's not as beautiful as it appears. Read on. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Everybody say it's a right scepter. It's a good government. It's a fair government. The judge of this earth always does right. Read on. Notice, therefore God... And he didn't stop there. He said, thy God. He's not only your God, he's my God. He's not only Thomas's God, he's my God. And he is my Lord. Read on. He's anointed me with what? The all of gladness. Thank God you can be glad when things are ugly. You can be glad when you're in the wilderness. You can be happy in a storm because you know this storm's going to pass and Jesus is going to show his face. Read on. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloe and cassia. Now look how beautiful this is. All your garments have a sweet smelling savor. Read on. Whereby they have made thee glad. They have made thee glad. Now, this is talking about the church, the church that's in the wilderness, the church that seems to the outside world so ugly, so unfit, and no choice for me because it causes such a separation. It causes such a denial. It's an ugly thing as far as the world. But listen to this. Everybody say king's daughters. I'm so glad that I'm a child of the king tonight. All right, read on. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. All right, read on. Hearken, O daughter, and consider. Incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. You know, it's, it, it just seems like an ugly thing to forget all of these things. It's telling this daughter to forget. One man said, I got to go bury the dead first. He said, let the dead bury the dead. Then others made excuses about not doing the will of God and the commandments of God. But here the scripture says, what? Read that again, Brother Kenneth. O daughter, consider and blind thine ear. Forget also thine own people. Forget your own people if they won't follow you. Forget them. That don't mean don't have a burden for them. That don't mean don't pray for them. 
That don't mean don't uh, do many things with them. But it simply means don't let them come between you and God in any situation. Read on. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty. And if you'll make these choices, the king will desire thy beauty. You know, it's a beautiful thing when a person really sells out. It's a glorious thing when a person really makes up his mind to live for God. It's a great thing when a man is really persuaded that nothing in this life, demons or devils or things to come, will separate them from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Even the Bible says it's beautiful. Read on. For he is thy Lord. He is thy Lord or thy master. Read on. And worship thou him. Worship thy him. The only way you can worship him is make him Lord, like this scripture says. And if the king's daughter will make him Lord, he will be pleased in thy beauty. Read. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. Yes, read on. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Everybody say the king's daughter. Is all glorious within. Read on. Her clothing is of raw gold. Yes. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. Yes. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. Yes. Read on. With gladness and with rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy father shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. I want you to notice on the outside, as far as the world is concerned, it's ugly. But on the inside, the scripture says the king's daughter is all glorious within. I know there's some things that we separate ourselves from. It's ugly separation to the world. Our worship to many is ugly. Our going to church regular is ugly. But I want you to see that there is the other side of ugly. When you enter into the king's palace, I know the badger skins and the outward dress and sometimes the hairdos and everything else that we do. It looks ugly to the world. But when you enter into God's sanctuary... I said when you enter into God's sanctuary and hear the beautiful praises of God and you see the beautiful singing and the saints of God as they testify. That was one of the most beautiful praises of God. Thank you, Brother Strother, for yielding to God. When you came up here and you started, kept saying, thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. It may look corny to you, world, but I want to tell you something that's beautiful in the eyes of God. It's ugly. I know it's ugly. But I'll tell you one thing. 
when you get on the inside of the very purpose of the building and the tabernacle and the Spirit of God, it becomes so beautiful, so beautiful. Look at the scripture where it states in Hebrews 12, beginning with the second verse. But first of all, I want you to see something. There's something about the cross. There's nothing pretty about it. There's nothing that you would want to even recommend a person to see as far as the eyesight is concerned. Even Jesus himself was marred. He was ugly according to the scriptures. He was spit upon. The cross was so ugly. But thank God, I want you to see the other side of the cross. The other side of ugly. Somehow in that cross presentation with that whip in his hand along with these same scriptures, you have salvation and you have healing. Because of this suffering, and oh, there's something about this I lean on so strongly tonight. Where the scripture says that with his stripes we are healed. I know that's ugly stripes. I know that was an ugly back. But thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Oh, we ought to thank him again. We ought to thank him again. Look what it purchased for us. Look what it gave us. Thank God for those 39 stripes, which they say in every category of disease, it covers them all. So somehow we can come to Him, though we weak in body and in spirit and in soul, and we need either a spiritual healing or a natural healing. God comes to the rescue. Yes, that was an ugly sight. But look at the other side of the whip. There's healing. How many has ever been healed by the power of God? Are you thankful for that healing tonight? Are you thankful for that victory tonight? Hebrews 12, beginning with 2. I'm looking unto Jesus tonight, the author and the finisher. Read on. Who for the joy that was set before him endured. I want you to look at this. The other side of ugly. He saw it. For the joy that he saw or was set before him. He did what? Endured the cross. He endured the cross or he tolerated it he tolerated it for the joy that he saw before him read on despising the shame yeah and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of god yeah for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself uh-huh lest ye be wearied and faint in consider life. him that endured such persecution and such trouble lest you faint in your mind and in your heart. If you'll just consider him, you won't faint. Read on. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood. 
You hadn't resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Read on. And ye have forgot the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. All right, read on. This is just simply saying, don't despise when God's trying to improve you. Chastisement means improvement here. Don't despise it when God is bringing you through the furnace and through the fire and stopped you at the Red Sea and you don't know when you're going to cross it. Don't despise it. God's trying to improve you because you're his son. Read on. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Who he loves, he improves. And scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. All right, read on. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. If you tolerate it, he does what? If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as If with you can sons. tolerate the improvement, there's going to be the other side of ugly. All the walls stripped out of your house right now, spiritually. Nothing but bare. He's trying to make it brand new. A recovery job. If you can tolerate the dust and the workers and the hammering and the saws, if you can tolerate it, I'm going to make a beautiful house out of you. There won't be a mar. Everything will be beautiful. If you can tolerate it. Oh, I've prayed many times. God, let me tolerate this chastisement that's coming from your hand. I know it's a hand to improve. It's not a hand to destroy. I know it's a hand to lift me up when I'm sinking. I know it's a hand to keep me walking when I can't walk. I know it's an eye that's watching me when I can't watch out for myself. Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read on, Brother Kenneth. Read on. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? What son is it? Now the words is like the scripture says, spare the rod, spoil the child. God don't want a bunch of spoiled kids. So here he comes with his fan in his hand and he thoroughly purges the floor with unquenchable fire, cleansing. And there's another side of this ugly. It ain't nothing like feeling clean. It's nothing like feeling pure. It's nothing like feeling holy in your heart and in your life. Hey, there's nothing like putting your head on the pillar at night and, and being able to sleep without a...
conscience offense toward God or man. It's wonderful to walk into church and you love everybody. It's wonderful to be able to say hallelujah and there's no binding strings of self. It's wonderful to say thank you Jesus and really mean it from your heart in everything. It's wonderful to be able to rejoice about everything. To worship about everything. To pray about everything. For you know everything works out for the good. You know everything works out for the good. Oh, let's raise our hands and love God. <laughs> to them that love God or to God's children because He's just using His hand to mold us and make us and bring us. He's not trying to break us. He's just trying to bend us like we said about the little sauces to banking. So we'll sing. And then you can cry out. I feel joy because it's morning. I'm out of that dark, ugly time now, and I see the sun. And I feel like that song that Brother Kenneth them used to sing, the sun's coming up in the morning. The sun's coming up in the morning. And there'll be joy, 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 joy. For weeping may endure for a night. But joy's coming in the morning. Come on, let's worship God. <laughs> For the sufferings of this present time are not to be compared with the things which shall be hereafter. Thank you, God. The other side of ugly. The other side of ugly. The other side of ugly is the crown. The crown. The other side of the cross is the crown. So keep going, my children. Keep going, my child. Keep your head up. Don't fear any evildoer. Don't fear a thing, for Jesus said, It is I, be not afraid. You've got to recognize him, because he said only God can walk on the face of the deep. You've got to recognize that's God coming to you. Oh, shanamarandriyakwatoya. Tim, stand up and say hallelujah. Let me say this to you, and I believe I'm saying it in the Holy Ghost. There are some that are going to suffer. There are some things that are fixing to come your way you don't realize it. It's not because you've been bad, but it's because you've been good. And, but God's got a little more shaping to do. A little more forming to do. A little more improvement to do. Because he's got to have a church and you've got to be in it. Yes. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Read on a little more, Kenneth. I, I feel 
more like weeping than preaching. But I feel the hand of God. Read on. But if you be without chastisement. In other words, if you, God don't never work on you. He don't never try to tear some things apart in your spiritual house. You must not be his child. then you don't even belong to Jesus. If you don't go through a trial, if you don't go through suffering, if you don't lose a loved one, don't you think God hadn't chastised me through that? If you don't stomp your toes. In other words, if God Kenneth don't come around and say, boy, I'm going to straighten you out for a while. And if you'll just let me work on your building, I'm going to make something out of you that the world can't even recognize. You're going to be a saint of God without rebuke, without reproach. Then the scripture says you're going to be different or holy. That just simply means be different. The reason I don't do some personal things whether or not the Bible said be different it's not difficult so uh, I try to be a little different that's the reason we're different tonight holy means different oh hallelujah read on furthermore we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us uh huh and we gave them reverence oh yeah And what? And live. If we will take the chastisement of God, we will live. Outwardly undesirable, but inwardly all glorious within. I love to feel God walk up and down in my heart. Hey, do you feel him walking up and down in your heart tonight? Acts 7 and just start about 53 will be fine. This is about Stephen. Thank God for men of faith that stood in face of it all. They saw the other side of ugly. Read on. Yeah, start right there. Now this is Stephen's preaching to that mob that wanted to slay him. Read on. When they heard the message that Stephen was preaching. They were cut to the heart. They were cut to the heart. Let me tell you, the word of God will cut you to your heart. Read on. And they gnashed on him with their teeth. They bit him. Read on. But he being full of the Holy Ghost. Everybody say, full of the Holy Ghost. When he got bit. He being full of the Holy Ghost. Looked up steadfastly into heaven. Looked up steadfastly into the heavens. The other side of ugly is heaven. Everybody say heaven. 
Say it again. Say it again. Read on. And saw the glory of God. And saw the glory of God. Are you happy you can see God's glory tonight? How many wants to see his glory tonight? Hey, you've got to look beyond this to see the beauty. Read on a little further there. Saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. All right, read on. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open. I see the heavens open. And the, the other side of ugly. I see the rapture now. How many sees the rapture tonight? I see beyond the cancer. I see beyond the heartache. I see beyond the grave. I see beyond the stones. I see the heavens open. Read on. Oh, And the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. And the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. You can't take that literally because the Son of Man can't stand on God because God's the Spirit. This is the right hand of power. Read on. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran and when he was saying that, they cried out and run unto him and did what? Ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. Uh-huh. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Receive my spirit. The other side of is heaven. I, I, I have never seen a beautiful death. Never have. But the other side of that monstrous hand of death, I see 1 Corinthians 15, if you'll turn there real quick in closing. I see something there. I think it's around 46, on down in there somewhere. Down in the lower part of the chapter there. Right over in here somewhere. Start right there. Behold, I show you a mystery. Behold, I show you a mystery. The other side of ugly. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all sleep. But we're all going to be changed. When? In a moment. No, it'll take about two weeks to do it. Oh, in a moment. No, about a month to do it. In a moment. After the tribulation to do it. In a moment. No, in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. At the last trump. Everybody say the last trump. Read on. Brother Mike, I wish you had your trumpet up there. Somebody take it to him. Somebody take uh, our angel tonight, the trumpet. Don't throw it to him. Take it to him. Mike, when I say blow it, blow it. Get the deepest breath you ever got in your life. We're going to illustrate the rapture of the church.
The other side of this ugly fight is the rapture. How many wants to go up when Jesus comes? And we have scripture after scripture after scripture we could bring to you. I'll just take uh, Hebrews 11, Moses. Hey, let's don't just take it before we go into rapture. Let's read it. Hebrews 11, 24 through 27. By faith, Moses, when he Everybody said, by faith. by faith. This is no time to walk by sight. This is the time to walk by faith. All right, read on. The other side of ugly. He saw something beyond the other side of ugly. Or read on. Choosing rather to suffer. Choosing rather to suffer. With the people of God. With the people of God. Hey, I'd rather suffer with you than being out there drinking tonight. Amen. Yes, I had. Oh, hallelujah. Read on. Than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for how long? Just a season. Just a season. Read on. All right, read on. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Uh-huh, he had respect to it. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Yeah. For he endured. Everybody say he tolerated. Oh. Read on. As seeing him who is invisible. Because he saw the one who was invisible. So I'm going to make it beyond this, beyond this wilderness, because I see him who is invisible. And the scripture says he's coming after them that look for him. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump of God, and when the trumpet sounds, you that are ready to meet God or want to be ready, I want you to hit to your feet and start shouting the praises of God because there's the other side of the burden you're under now. There's the other side of that ugly situation you're in. I blow the trumpet. There's the other side of that ugly situation you've been in. God's fixing to bring you out. Let's clap our hands to the Lord, everybody.